Microphone test, test. Here hey, we go. Hey. hey, episode four, Grow Folks Business. Everybody had a good weekend for the most part? It's not over yet. It's not? It's oh, that's weekend. right, Sunday. Okay. I always I always mentally get prepared like on Sunday like for the work week. But I had a good weekend. I went wine tasting yesterday. That was that was You great. fancy. I yeah, am you. a little fancy. That's twice in two weeks now, yeah, too. That is it's either that or like I'm borderline having an issue now. <laughs> kind of sort of. Kind of sort of. Oh, man. Anyway, cue the intro. Hey y'all, it's just Chris Starr. Big Mouth Seat. It's your boy Normal Ass Coral. With Grown Folks Business. Grown Folks Business. Like your mama used to tell you, stay out of grown folks business. I mean, I'm grown. I'm grown too. Shit, we all grown. Welcome, Welcome to, to Grown, grown folks, folks Business. All right, you guys. So we're back at it with another episode. Before we get started, though, we just want to make sure you're following us on all our social media. So at Grown Folks Business, and that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. And I'm Jess Christar. And I'm uh, your boy, Normal Ass Carl. Big Mouth C's. And we got a special one for you today. I'm going to hand it off to C's to let y'all know what's going on. Um, so like we talked about in the first episode, one of the things that we were really excited about when we started this podcast was being able to have guests and kind of pick their brains about the different things that they were doing. And today, um, we officially have our first guest. Um, so, I mean, I want to give a quick introduction and then let our guests get into it. Um, this person is somebody that I became acquainted with before I've actually gotten an opportunity to meet them. Um, they're an entrepreneur poet, um, a master of spoken word, um, the founder of the the B movement. So with no further ado, I'd like to introduce Nate Howard. Hey. How you doing, Nate? Do the applause track. Hey. <laughs> so, so Nate, I know that was a, a lot of pressure to put on you right there. That was like, those are, those are big shoes to fill. But uh, without me giving any more of an introduction, can you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, my name is Nate Howard. Um, I'm the founder of Movement B. Um, and Movement B, our whole mission is inspiring young people and young adults to tell their story before someone else tells a story for them. Okay. Love it. Um, I'm a speaker. I share this message you know, across the country. I'm a poet, um, starting in local open mics and now taking that poetry to, to songs with Ty Dolla Sign and, and other music artists. And so... I'm here to just spread the message of inspiring our generation to to be the change, to to tell their story and, and realize they they can make an impact. Can you can you give us a little bit of backstory on the significance of the name? Yeah, so B E actually stands for Brave Entrepreneur. Nice. Mm. Um, and I believe in entrepreneurship. I believe it's uh, really the secret to to change uh, for our community. That's right. Um, and specifically. Communities of color is what yeah. I'm talking about. You know, communities that have had other people tell their story for so long. And change their story whenever they felt it was appropriate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so would you say that, like, what we're doing right now is, is part of the movement? For sure. For okay. sure. And I'm excited to, to be a part and seeing how we can and help each other. Because that's what it's all about. Right on. Mm-hmm. Right on. Um, can you... Can you maybe give us a little bit of information on some of the exciting opportunities that you've had through, and you mentioned working with Ty Dollar Sign. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely are doing a lot of work in the community. What have you been seeing since you started your journey that's really just delighted you and made you, you know, motivated you to keep going? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think to that point of entrepreneurship is that I'm realizing that the opportunities are endless, mm-hmm. right? I think 
you grow up and you go to school and you're supposed to graduate and you're supposed to find a job and you're supposed to get married and you're supposed to get a house and all them posts in that in that order too. In that order. In that order, yeah. Even yeah. to me, I put my own that my own pressures on myself. Like, order. yo, I gotta do it in that order. Like yeah. I already graduated. Like now it I gotta do this. Work. Yeah. And when, it's cool that it doesn't. <laughs> like, let's start mm-hmm. there. It's cool that it doesn't. It does and it doesn't have to be that way. And I mm-hmm. think that's the that's what's liberating. Mm-hmm. You know, and so on my journey I've I've had to kind of unlearn a lot of things yes. that, you know, I was taught of like, this is how life is supposed to work. So that has kind of allowed me to, to expand and, and build in, in all different things. So when I was in college, um, I was a student at USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I met Ty Dolla Sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was giving him an interview for oh. a show that I shot uh, for MTVU. Wow. I was shooting a pilot for my own show. Nice. Um, and nobody knew who Ty Dolla Sign was. He was uh, he had just released this mixtape called Beach House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I had connected with a lot of artists in LA at that time, interviewing them, bringing them to the college scene, and saying, "Hey, we want to get your music out to the college artists." And Ty Dolla Sign was one of my first guests. And we just kind of hit it off as becoming friends and connected. I introduced him to one of my friends who's a violinist. So if you ever hear like violins or any of his tracks, yeah. that's my homeboy Peter Lee Johnson wow. doing all of that stuff. So that's dope. me and Peter went into the studio. Peter did his thing. Um, and then what happened was the MTV stuff never really worked out. Um, but Ty hit me back and was like, hey, I, I want you to do a, the intro. For, for my project. And That's I think love. he was thinking of it as, you know, I was a host. Yeah. So I'm going like, to do like a DJ Khaled type of <laughs> intro. But he didn't know I was a poet maybe to that full extent. Right. So that first Beach House too, I just did a whole poem. Wow. And nice. it was like, it kind of really hit it off of like, wow, this is, this is something special. And I love the fact that like different mediums are mixing because I feel like... Um, with music and especially our music, there's just so many different elements of different genres and everything. So it's really cool. Like, you know, people look at rap sometimes and they separate it from poetry, Mm -hmm. but it's really just a a poetry with a different type of musicality. So Mm -hmm. I like the fact that you guys are merging that and bringing it together and saying like, Hey, it's okay to express yourself. However you express yourself, just get it out there. And I think that's a a little bit of what you're doing with movement B in terms of like the artistic Jones Mm -hmm. of that. So definitely. Oh, oh my bad. No, <laughs> no, I was just gonna ask. Well, he was talking about MTVU, yeah. and I remember because like they used to come on like when we were like on campus, and I was like, "Yo, I went to school with my guy right here, man. Nice. Like, that's that's my man. That you had dreads back then, yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. And oh, I was, yeah. shake them dreads. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off, C. You had a question for no, him. I was just gonna ask. Do you feel like the the presence that you had working with Ty Dolla Sign doing the spoken word, like over what would be considered like a rap track or an R and B track, like had you seen that before? I. I seen the first person who did it was a guy named Jay Ivy, and he was on a track with Kanye West and Jay Z. Mm. Um, I'm blanking on the name of the song, but uh, Jay Ivy comes in at the end. Yes, um, you probably uh, know. Is it, it never let? Uh, yeah, Doug, oh, Doug, no, never can you look that up for us? Yeah, we're gonna have to yes. look that up. Doug. Yes. I get down for and my friend. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> that's my look. That's how it speaks to my my corazón. She said it, it speaks to your soul. To no, your soul to at that point. And I was in yeah. at, in high school. Oh, that's not, it's not hard. Okay, my it's bad. And I was doing spoken word. And I was and that's the, the thing mm-hmm. to your point. It's like I do think there's a difference, right? Rap stands for rhythm and poetry, mm-hmm. but there's if you ever been to an open mic or a spoken word lounge, like 
it's a different kind of space of yeah. how yeah. you express yourself. Right. So I always knew that I wanted to share my poetry in that way. Mm. And people are like, why don't you just rap? And I'm like, I'm not a rapper, though. Have That's you ever not... tried to rap? Sure. Okay. Sure. But I still think my originality and uniqueness comes to from my original style. If I came in as a rapper, I wouldn't be on Ty Dolla Sign's track. Mm. For yeah. sure. I think that's, that's what makes There me is unique. a different cadence to that too, yeah. like versus rapping and then also like doing spoken word poetry. I feel like that's that's definitely one of the things that I think about, you and, know, when it comes to that. He's taking the route less taken. You know what I mean? There's that's so true. many I feel like 80% of I'll make up this figure. 80% yes, of you are. I'll make up this figure already. <laughs> Show me the hey, I seen your face. Your <laughs> face was like, here go Carl making up these generalizations again. <laughs> I would say that eight, eight out of ten young black males <laughs> have tried rapping go once ahead. in their in their lifetime. If I were to make that guesstimate, <laughs> at least in the shower, whether you laying it on a track or not, you've at least tried on the sh- in the shower or something. Yeah, I'd be freestyling. Yeah. When, like Issa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, just like Issa. <laughs> but I, I think, and this is like definitely going on a tangent, but I think that has a lot to do with the examples that a lot of urban—I won't even limit it to like uh, African Americans—but a lot of urban people see. It's like, okay, well, if I want to reach a dif- different stature in life, if I want to be a socialite, like, what can I do to get my foot in that door? And it's usually sports or rapping. So mm-hmm. I think it's great um if we're tying it into to your movement that you're 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 displaying a different lane mm-hmm. like you can have all of these things that you want you can promote a positive message you can rub elbows with people that you probably never thought that you would and you don't have to be a rapper mm-hmm. what most people don't realize is that martin luther king's i have a dream speech is spoken word mm. they don't look at it like that but if you really kind of look at how spoken word is performed and you using your voice as your instrument yeah. to mm-hmm. kind of get something out there to, you know, push, put a message out there. That's really kind of the basis of why I even started spoken word poetry. It was the first poem I wrote was about stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And I was realizing to that same point, all right, well, as an African-American male, I was going to play basketball. I was going to rap. Like, these are the things that I felt that were available to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I use poetry as like the voice of the unacknowledged world. Like this is, I can rename my story, right? I don't have to allow other people to name it for me. And then using that power to kind of express it in that way. And now being able to stay true to myself and connect it to a medium like hip hop, which that's the best way we get our message across. Absolutely. I can still be myself while, you know, being in that in that space. Yeah. You important. keep mentioning the word story. So then what is your story? Because now we have MTVU. Uh-huh. Um, we have you, you know, at college at USC. Um, there's a gap in terms of movement B. Can you fill in that gap for us on what kind of led you there on that journey? And yeah. what did you study in school? I studied oh. communication. Oh, well, um, that's right up the alley. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, we Dad, knew that without knowing it. But I didn't learn anything. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's I mean, I'm, you know, and... My professors, they would, you know, know that the, you know, one of, some of my favorite professors, if they would hear that, I don't think they would be upset, right? I think they knew that networking was the biggest yeah. part of the college experience. Absolutely. And really, the one class that I took that changed my whole perspective was the fundamentals of entrepreneurship. Wow. So I was actually a communication major, but I was minoring in entrepreneurship because mm-hmm. we had that opportunity. But what really kind of changed a lot for me was there was an incident at USC where uh, 79 LAPD officers showed up to my house in riot gear. Wow. Um, I was throwing a party. 
The party was registered, security was organized, everything was put together. There was another party going on across the street who were friends of mine, but mainly white party goers. Officers came and told them to stay in the house and be safe while they handled us across the street, the students wow. of color. They made a barricade on 23rd and Hoover, pushed us down the street. I was arrested. Um, and then my whole house was in an uproar. Um, so the next day we had a, had a protest on campus. Uh, and I spoke out on the issues of racial profiling that happened at my party, but not only at my party, but what was happening in South Los Angeles mm -hmm. and the disconnect between USC and the community. Yeah. What, what year was that? This was 2013. Mm. Oh, that was so, recently. That was, yeah. yeah, that was real recent. And yeah. it's crazy to me because a lot of people are like, you know, oh, the way to overcome things like racism and profiling is to go to college and get an education, do what you're supposed to do and just do the right thing and the police won't bother you. But clearly, even in the midst of doing the right thing, we come into situations like this. And so you're talking about telling your story. So is that what um, what led you to this place of wanting to tell your story before everybody else got it? Because how were you portrayed by the media when they got to the story? Yeah, it was more of a, what I realized, it was an internal battle. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, and it's one of those things, you know, you could talk about with young black men, with, with, with our communities, it's that mental health or like we don't talk about how we're feeling inside, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. what I'm saying the struggles that we actually go through. And so to your point, it's like I got a B.A., but I will still be a target. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. How many mm -hmm. right. That's, a good, that's a good pun right there. That's a free stuff. But what was important about that is tell your story before they do is really like a talk to yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. It's this internal understanding of saying I am the greatest. I know who I am. And no matter how many people try to label me, make me feel inferior, make me feel less than, you got to have the courage to always be yourself. Mm -hmm. um, right. And so, I mean, what happened is, you know, we pushed that protest. I ended up on the front page of the LA Times. And I was like, wow, like this is For great. the right reasons this time. For the right reasons. You're telling your own story, you know? not what they're making of you to be. And we were in the national news, and I'm thinking, you know, this is success, right? If you see any thing in the media that happens to a young black man it's all right we're in the media all this stuff happens but then what happens after that right right the story goes away and on to the next story so that's what inspired me to come back to san diego and say okay the media can't just continue to tell the story everybody else can't just continue to tell our story we have to start this organization inspire young people to tell their story before they do. So that movement B didn't start in LA. You brought it back here to San Diego then. Yeah, it started at Helix Hot. Oh, okay. So all of 2013, room 80. Can I tell you what he's doing right now? What's that? Like, there's an internal <laughs> tell me what with, I, Tell me what I'm oh, doing I'm, first because I don't to, even I'm, know what I'm, I'm doing to, first. I, I, it <laughs> caught me off guard too. There, there's an internal struggle with grown folks business about this like differentiation between LA and San Diego. Uh, mm. So <laughs> he's staking his claim to the movement. I feel like it's worldwide, but he wanted to be just San Diego. No, 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 no. It's it's for it's for all the boys and girls. I, I'm, I'm just being <laughs> all real. The boys it's for Christmas. all the boys. And I, I girls. will all say this: San Diego raised me, but LA didn't make me. Mm. You know, I, I, so it's, it's it's to both. Okay. It's to both. San Diego, how we were raised in San Diego, and I can't speak for everybody, but I, I feel like I was I had a good upbringing in San Diego, mm -hmm. just of you know who I became. And so being able to have that confidence and then go to LA, you know, I was then able to 
use all the opportunities LA had to offer and connections and then took that and brought it right back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. So And you had an extremely unique experience going to USC, which is one of the most pre- prestigious schools in the United States mm-hmm. in the middle of what would be considered a hood. Mm-hmm. You know, right. so yeah. once you leave the campus, your experience changes 180 degrees. But we didn't leave the campus. That's what's so interesting. So it's, it seems like I kind of lived in LA, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. You lived on campus. Bubble. Yeah. yeah, they had gates up. You kind of stayed Absolutely. around yeah. in that Absolutely. area. Absolutely. Okay. And even thinking about it, there's nowhere that you can get to fast. You know what I mean? In LA. That's my only beef with LA. That's my only beef. That's my only We talk about this all the time. That's my only beef with LA. You said what? We talked about this. My traffic struggle? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we had that understood. Nobody has a problem with you. No, no, it was bad because I you know I went to Fresno State. So like I was like, yo, I'm about to make it to LA in time, but am I gonna make it through in time? That was your fault. Yeah. There are I figured it out. You have to leave at twelve o'clock in the morning. Okay, no. Yeah. You're not gonna do our city. Okay. All right. I came here from LA and showed up on time. Ooh. You get to work in seventeen minutes too, probably. Yeah, do the math. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, back to Nate. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get started, you haven't even selected a name. Oh, oh that's wow. right, that's right, that's right, hey, that's so right. I'm going to tell you something. We were very excited about this, yeah. but you just, just you just jumped in and started being so engaging that we totally lost track of that we got a podcast. He was like, let me, let me lead y'all how this works. I'm going to lead y'all. Like, it's a real podcast. <laughs> we're about to change this to Nate Folks' business. <laughs> <laughs> all things Nate all the time. All things all Nate, things all, the Nate time. all the time. Nate and his minions. Okay, so, what, so what's about to happen is um, we've all... We've all written down a name that we think you should go by because, you know, Jessica Starr is not my government name. Big, Big Mouth Seeds, not his. No. <laughs> Normal Ass Carl is not his name, it nor an accurate description. It's got like at least three quarters of my name in there, though. <laughs> <laughs> so we took, we took it upon ourselves to write down names that we think you should go by for this episode. So he hasn't seen it, y'all. So he's about to read it and then select the best. And you know what I like about this differently right. than like other guests that we could have had? He doesn't know anybody's handwriting, so I feel like this is going to be authentic. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. That's so, true. The yeah. plot thickens. All right. Okay. So look, this is what we're going to ask you to do. We're, wait. Before you garner it. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't oh, even put okay. my name in yet. So while y'all talking, I'm going to put my name in. My bad. My bad. I got to get with the program. You got about 30 seconds. Okay, cool. Maybe. So do your so, thing. So we want you to garner an opinion on the name, keep it to yourself, go on to the next one, say it on the mic, and then once you get through all of them, you pick the one that you like the best. Do okay. me a favor and shuffle these up real quick. All right. <laughs> big money, big money. There we go. Right. Mine came right off the right off the cups too. Wow. Like it was, it was. Yours was a freestyle. Too? Yeah, it was. Okay. Not as good as you his. Not as good. His freestyle was cool. You got the spirit of Nate. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the name. I'm gonna change mine to the spirit of Nate. It's, it's too late. Hey. <laughs> All right. Okay. El Jefe. There we go. All right. Ooh. Okay. We know put that, that in. Not picking. <laughs> Wait, is that a is that a, a Instagram filter? Why are you looking at me? He probably wrote. <laughs> That's not like a filter. You a filter name? The El Jefe. The El Jefe. B Mamba. B B Mamba. I know. like it. Interesting. It's fifty fifty. The they they both said they were from L A. So you know, I didn't write no Mamba B. stuff. Mamba. I do like Kobe though. He's great. Oh no. I feel Doug moving over here. I think Doug wrote the Mamba. He's a Clipper fan. Though. Oh, oh yeah, right. he would have beat Griffin. Saved him. You know Nate with the eyes. <laughs> wait, wait, read, read that one more time. I missed that one. You know Nate with the eyes. Oh, you probably wrote that yourself. Well, no. <laughs> I, I think that was an observational take because he does have. You know what I mean? Like that catches you when you meet him. Yeah, yeah. My, my 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 guy has some nice eyes. Okay, there you yeah. go. 
and Nate King Cole. Hey, that's kind of that's kind of dope. I, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know huh, if you know who Nat King Cole is. So you Nate, kinda know. You get, you get the you get you've the seen the choices. You've heard which ones you think are dope. So I may need a new Instagram name. Hey. <laughs> okay, let's see. I'm gonna have to go with the B Mamba. All right, Ooh. there we go. I'm going to admit, El Jefe was right off the cup. You know, like <laughs> <So> <laughs> I tried. I knew it. I knew it was Doug. Damn. I was, I was Doug way off then. I, I, was way, I was way off when I was thinking about that, too. But you read my wrong. It was supposed to be, you know, Nate with the eyes. Because you oh, know. The dot, dot. Okay. <laughs> and, and, we, and we talked about that earlier, too, when we were coming up with this little segment. Like, sometimes people are going to read them with a, a different pronunciation than what you would have said yourself. So. You know, Nate with the eyes. Nate, with, the, with the eyes. I mean, he, that's how that, that would have been. Weird. That would have been tough to get through the whole episode. Of like, you know, with the eyes. Like. <laughs> no way, try me. Okay, so, so B Mamba, it is B Mamba. Okay, can, can you can you give a little um, explanation on why that wouldn't struck you like it did? Yeah, I mean, I I, I heard a, uh, I mean, I know Mamba and Kobe, so you know, Kobe, his greatness, and my biggest thing is I I really want to elevate B movement B. There you, you go. Know, more than Nate. So. Okay. There Doug we go. You. I, uh, it's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. It's, bigger, it's deeper than that's rap. That's why he the producer. Hey, we're going to have to give Doug a mic now. <laughs> <laughs> Get that man his own mic. Can we have a moment of silence for Kobe, by the way? Oh. Mm. There it Thank is. You. That was a name. That's all I needed for Kobe. <laughs> I'm still hurting off of that. Like. <laughs> and it was all introduced by a Clippers fan. <laughs> See, I was always an Iverson fan. Yeah. Up, but it's just but then, okay, it's hard. So, I don't know what to do now. I, well, I was going to say, like, post-Iverson, what, what, who are you a fan of? That's what's hard. I mean, I like I like. Kyrie, mm. cousin Kyrie, yeah, shout out know. cousin Kyrie, yeah, nice. Uncle Drew, you know, but you like the ball handlers, that's what it yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Steph ain't got the real flash. He's good, but not the flash. But see, Iverson, you know? I literally wanted to be Iverson. Like I had my, down to the Reeboks. I had his braids, like literally, oh. yeah, the same braids. <laughs> <laughs> I had. To, we're, we're getting head nods <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You know, I woke her up, my girlfriend, to watch the Iverson documentary. Like, wow. at 2 in the morning when it came out. On I feel like that's borderline wow. disrespectful, but I'll let it slide. Like, I had his shoes. I, had, I wore his wristbands to school. Like, to I, school, I thought too. it was Iverson. Re- wearing wristbands was the thing, like, when we were in elementary school, too. I used to come in there with a headband. See, this was I wasn't in high even high working school, out. That's what <laughs> 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 I was in there doing a test with a headband on, like, not even sweating. Like, that's crazy. But see, it's even worse. You know, remember the dog chains? Yeah. Oh, I had a yeah. dog chain with my face and Iverson. <laughs> 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 the that dedication. Said, Only the strong survive. Which was his tattoo. No, it was serious. That's dope. Did y'all have dog chains in LA? Well, uh, I think they got dog chains everywhere. There's <laughs> there's certain. See, here's a, now now I have another fellow San Diegan in here. Like name belts, y'all had that too. Oh, yeah, the the digital belts. ones. Uh, no, 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 sir. No, <laughs> y'all get they from a different era too, though. No, we had the little the little <laughs> buckle ones that would have your like you know you put the initial and you get them from the or swap like meet. the the design or something yeah. like the Superman or rhinestoned out. But I, I, I don't think we ever did the uh, the electronic joints. Nah, I don't even know how you charge one of those. Dang, I think they were battery, oper- battery operated at okay. the time. I feel like yeah. that's just a disaster. Like waiting to happen, you about to get listen, electrocuted. Listen, when it's this is a San Diego thing. Y'all can't just like that's you know, an electrocution y- right now. Y'all can't get on us like that. We're just trying to help. All right, <laughs> so, y'all out here like health inspectors. Anyway, we're back. We're back. We're can, back. Can I tell you what Nate did though? What did, what did Nate do? do? Because you just. I'm sorry. What did who do? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, B Mama. B Mama. What did B Mama do? I, I, 
<laughs> There's always well, one too. She's yeah. gonna she will make sure we good. I see that. <laughs> but then when he picked his his favorite basketball player, like you, if you were a professional basketball player, you'd be a point guard too. Oh, yeah. Everybody, you, that, that's what brothers do though. They mm-hmm. pick the guy that they can like emulate on the court. But they play ball though mm-hmm. for a little bit, and you were yeah. a. Point guard. There you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, mm-hmm. I knew that without him telling me because that's. You know who told me he was nice? Doug told me he was nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm still pretty nice. Hey, <laughs> hey, like, hey, I ain't gonna never lose that. I ain't gonna never lose that. We didn't get the hand out the studio hey, that Doug, time. Doug say he nice too, and I heard his game is like Dirk Nowitzki. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, Doug, Doug think he like 6'10", but bro's the size of a pro guard, though. That's the thing. <laughs> they say Doug be doing post moves that he don't even need to. Like, you already open, just shoot it. <laughs> Oh man, so, I'm done. So um, I, I keep wanting to call him Nate because it's just I do like this Nate King Cole too. Though. Do you? Yeah. I so like, like, you, came up with Nate so King like Cole. if you had to pick a number two, that like if that the first would. one didn't yeah. work out, <laughs> like that would be the, that it would be Nate King Cole. You know how you know if you can have two names, you know. So the basi- Mama Colon Nate King Cole. So, so basically, what you're saying is if we're keeping score, that we. Two people deserve points for both of those. That's names. not what I heard at all. <laughs> Are you that sure? That is the opposite of what I heard. Let, let the man with the spoken word give his take on this. I'll right? let B. I'm Mamba saying it's like speak. I like B. Mamba, which is dope. But after I keep Nate King Cole, it is, just kind of grows on you. I want to steal it for later, hey. but not, <laughs> but not like you know Nate, the one with the eyes. That that one you don't want to steal that you one. Said, you know what's that game that yeah. you play where you write like your response on the card and then you try to advocate for someone to pick it? I can't think of it right now at the top. Oh, of apples to apples. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like oh. we play it right now too. Apples to apples. That's exactly <laughs> what it's funny cards too because every time they bring up a game, I always say apples to apples, and it's never been apples to apples. I was going cards against humanity, yeah. but it's the same. Yeah, same. Yeah. You have to write your responses on the other ones though. Yes, but then but I think, you don't write responses on apples to apples, right? They give you the pretty, categories. I believe there's like an extension pack. Apples Ooh. to apples is just a little more innocent. I couldn't afford that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then and then it comes the, out of my budget. In the original one, they have one card that's blank, so you oh. you have all these different cards, and it's like the the um what what's that one game? The wild card in Uno. Speaking of Uno, do y'all know we've been playing Uno wrong the whole time? You're only allowed to use the draw four or the wild card when you don't have. A number or um or the color. Dun dun dun. I don't know the rules. Oh my gosh. I never knew the rules. But then but then how would you regulate that? Because you're not supposed to be sure. You're not your gonna show to it, but it's people. just like when you're playing spades and you know somebody can't redig, you just gotta keep up with it a little bit, right? Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> did, did we did we go off on a tangent? Just yeah, like we, a did, we did. Hey, but you know what we did. We, really we're really good, good for time. that too. Like, we, we got deep into the conversation before we went off on our first tangent. Here, yeah. here I was thinking like this was gonna be like, <clears throat> but it's it's really like, lax. Like it's really like lax. Gotta, I'm not gonna do it twice. <laughs> You're not gonna give me to do that twice. <laughs> that came out of nowhere, but I'm not gonna do that twice. <laughs> that came from the soul. I'm not gonna do that twice. <laughs> so since you selected the other name, I'm going back to this real quick. Since it was my name, Let it go, can, see? Can, can I at least call him Nate King Cole? Is that a thing? That's you cool. Go ahead and call yeah, that, yeah, I like that. Yeah, and then you could like throw it in one of your spoken word pieces. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you own that now. Yeah. I'm giving that to you for being a guest today. Mm-hmm. We are gonna let you have that one because <laughs> it kind of got the J Cole thing in it too. Exactly, that's true too. Exactly, they just confirmed that. The album too. too. I'm excited. And then Nate, that's you. I mean, I feel like it's comprehensive. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, Lord. So Nate, we we uh we stalked you a little bit on Instagram. I did, yeah. Okay. Nah, I don't. It was us. It was a team effort. We all did it together. Hey, Nate, we got we got mass screenshots and stuff. Okay. You know, on social media. Yeah. yeah, I was. I felt like Don't it was cool. Us. That was it's a good way to do chat. it. You know. Don't judge yeah, us. We had we had to live a little bit. Oh, we we posting <laughs> it on there. So, 
we had a question in terms of your last post was uh, December 23rd, mm-hmm. and we want to kind of elaborate. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I know, it's real detailed. That's real detailed. Hey, that's like one of my... I don't even know if you knew that was the date of your last post, but we're going to tell you. December 23rd, you didn't even give us a holiday post. Let me go ahead and finish it. If I can give you the time, then you know I'm really going nuts, too. If I can give you the time, like, you'd be like, yo... I even know the time that I put right, it on there. Right, you're lucky they took that timestamp off of IG. I just remember that because, like, for future reference. No. We, and, my, and my other job, you know, like, no. I, I have to we remember We know how dates. he is in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> you, hey, that red receipt went off at 10.08. On Tuesday the 22nd, posted New Year, New Me. What's new so year, new, new about me. you? That ain't me. That ain't me. That ain't me. I believe you that put... That ain't me. What's up? Can, I'm, I'm, I'm not dealing you with you. It's not in that voice either. D- Doug, it's definitely that not in. Too. Feel free That's not true. To find that it. is that voice. Never it's make a promise d- I can't keep. That oh, is exactly how it sounds. Do we be aficionado here? I want to make sure that we had it in here, right? Here we go. Here Which we go. One? They hate me because I'm positive. Their negativity uh, multiplies, and the result is positive. Nothing but love spread it. Can you kind of go into that? Wait, before you go into that, I oh. just have to express for the people why that line is so dope. Mm-hmm. Like, if anybody is sort of a nerd or past the third grade, you would know <laughs> that any time you multiply two negatives, it so becomes a positive. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm going to read that line in case y'all missed it. He says, they hate me because I'm positive. Their negativity multiplies and the result is still positive. Mm-hmm. Drop the phone. Phone drop. Yeah, phone drop. asterisk. Because we not dropping she dropped the mic. phone. So do y'all know where that's from? <laughs> it is from... <laughs> the Nate Howard intro. There you go. There. <laughs> that was on Beach House. On oh, Beach House Three. There we go. Tie dollar sign. Go ahead. And we so put yeah, that in where there. where did that talk to us? Let us in your mind a little bit. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's um, they hate me because I'm positive. I mean, when you think about that, it's like when you're doing something positive, you're doing something good. Like you would think that you would get love and support. You would think. Um. So that's. What's been crazy to me over these last couple of years and the work that I've been doing is that I'm doing work for youth. I'm trying to inspire our communities. Um, but I still receive some hate from people. And so what I've always realized is that I got to keep going, mm-hmm. right? And so when negativity comes, instead of reacting to it, it's, all right, let that negativity multiply. Right. And let me continue this positive movement no matter what. What type of hate would you say you normally receive? I can't even fathom where this type of hate would like. Yeah. Well, I'm 26. I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I pretty much really do stuff my way, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think for a lot of the times I speak my truth in a way that a lot of people can't, you Mm -hmm. know, or you know, in the situations wouldn't allow them to. And the other biggest thing is that I've always said I was going to do this. Yeah, Like Mm -hmm. everything that I said I'm doing, I've always said. So it comes from people who aren't following their own dreams, Mm. you know, people who aren't, living their best life and so they look at me and saying <laughs> you gotta live <laughs> best, your best life, life is definitely her words yeah. too you gotta live your best got me life. saying it now too though low key i was like yo i'm living my best you life gotta and, live and, your and best you got life. to and it's like so it's it's not about me working with youth or doing positive stuff it's more hate of like dang that man's a full-time entrepreneur living his dream and i'm here at this job i hate or i'm you know i can't live my dream and 
and I and I and I feel it. And so, you know, to that point of that post that I, I did on December twenty third. And I never introduced you all the way full circle, but that that you had two different posts that we had. But December twenty third, you were speaking. It, he was speaking in reference to someone. All right, I'm done. Yeah, I mean that that was a post to you know a friend I had in college, um, and she emailed me and she said, Nate, just stop. And like nothing else though, just nothing just else. stop. Wait, just Nate, no, nothing in the subject Nate, either. Comma, though? just stop. And nothing in the subject either. It was just empty. Well, this was a response actually oh, okay. to a thread that we had before. Oh, so gotcha. backstories. I was doing some work with her, and she accused me of stealing stuff from her That's company, crazy. and actually had her lawyers send me stuff saying, "Hey, you need to stop taking our stuff." Like material or boxes on your day off? No, this is kind of <laughs> this is ideas. Oh, gotcha, right. Gotcha. So she has a company, creative um, property. Yeah, you know that's working with millennials to share a positive message. That's crazy because you work with youth though, not millennials. Yeah, you know, but in that sense, it's not you know everybody could share a positive. You guys yeah. are sharing a positive yeah. message. Yeah, you know, and so it was just one of those things where I felt like. I had launched the movement B app, uh-huh. and I raised ten thousand dollars on GoFundMe nice. in fifteen days. That's I said crazy. I was going to do it in ten days. I did it in fifteen, and I got the app launched in two months after that. Wow! And you know, so she accused me of stealing her idea of you knew I was going to do an app. Well, anybody can do an app. She can right. still do it. You know, so it was yeah. one of those things that hurt. It's because it's, it's not one of those things like, yeah, I got haters. Like, come on, I need more haters. It's one of those things. It's like yeah. when you're close to people and you got friends and people in your in a circle of certain that hate, it kind of hurts you. Yeah. And so it's kind of been like even with social media in general, it's like, dang, like all these comparisons, everybody's competing. That's why it's been my last post right now. Because I'm like, I don't even know, you know, how to deal with some of right. this stuff in society and what we're dealing with, with everybody comparing themselves and everybody needing likes and validation. And yeah. yeah. So I, I was pretty much just saying, hey, like, I'm focused on movement B, building what I'm doing, and I'm going to work on that, you know? And it's uh, crazy that he received that type of hate because you would think if you're – if your goal is to help people, regardless of what type of people it is, and you see somebody else beat you to helping people, if that was your real purpose, it's like, thanks. Exactly. Yeah. And my my first inclination would have been like, collab. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're here before me? Let's how can we team? How can we partner? We can build this, we can build this into something together. Because there's a lot of people that need help in that yeah. sense too. It's not like, well, oh, he did a good job. Like and no one needs help anymore. It's like, nah, we can all work together, you know, and continue to but move That's the in problem a positive with our message. communities. We yeah. don't know how to collaborate. No. And we don't know how to partner with each other so that it becomes a win win situation. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing that we gotta learn how to do better to say and we I mean, can all everyone win. really. Like I can think back to even college and we had these collaborations projects and it was just always tragic and you know <laughs> I went to a very diverse school where a lot of times you know I might be one of maybe five pe- black people in the class but even class projects were always tragic you had one person who was going to do everything somebody mm. who wasn't going to do anything but like we really do have to figure out I think how to like maximize each other's strengths and capitalize on what makes you unique? What make what do you bring to the table? How do you compliment me? Like I lack in this area and you're amazing at that. So let's get together and you can pick up that slack that I don't have, you know? So so can we be a little personal about the story you just told? Mm-hmm. Was the individual, the young lady of the same race as you? Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, because mm. we, we, we had an episode on that, too, and, like, you know, working with, quote-unquote, your people, working with others, friends. working with friends, working with significant others, and, like, what are some of the barriers that arise? Um, and it's just insane to me that us as a people, you know what I mean? Like, we know how individuals outside of our own group look at us. Mm-hmm. So to, like, be displaying these traits to say, like, okay, we're going to try to help people, but if I don't get the notoriety for it, then you stole my idea yeah. or you're not approaching it in, you know, in the in the appropriate way. That's just uh And I'm better at it now. I think the more that I've kind of worked and connected with people, I just I just sense energy now. Mm, like yeah. I can I can feel it, you know. It's yeah, like I can energy. observe and I can be like, nah, I don't really want to work with those people. Mm-hmm. You know, and these are people who who've asked to work with me who are extremely successful, multimillionaires. I'm like, I don't I don't even really like your energy. Mm. Like, I don't care how much money you have. That's it right. really doesn't matter. That's real right there. And I think that's what is so important about the work that we're doing. It's never you know? lose your sense of self and your yeah. purpose, you know, and all, always remember, like, you know, what am I doing this for and who I want to do it with? Yeah, because money is relative. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's all based on the lifestyle that, lifestyle that you want to create. And, and you don't know how, how that person got that money. That's you true. Know? Right. So it, you don't real. need to look at that person like, this is who I want to be. No. And like, then also, like, does money actually drive success? Because I know I was just having a conversation with one of my friends, like, and I, I asked, like, are you motivated by money? And he was like, where did this come from? But, like, so many people are actually motivated by dollar signs. And for me, I feel like I'm motivated by impact Mm -hmm. and, you know, how we can enhance people, how you can grow people and develop people. So, you know, money is a a really funny thing. We haven't really been taught fully, like, the financial literacy. Like, you didn't really learn in school, you know. Right. It's it's if you're an entrepreneur and you and you have a business, yeah, of course, money is extremely important. You need or your, it to or survive. your business is done. You yeah. know, if you guys didn't have all this here to have a podcast and to build to have money, there wouldn't be one. Right. So yes, money it's is important. extremely important, but the way we look at it as far as you know, hurting other people for it mm-hmm. or like, you know, stepping on toes. Stepping on toes is like all of that is not necessary. There's abundance. Like, there's enough. You know, right. you don't have to steal yeah. or try to take from the next man to, to get yours. It's, that's not necessary. So I, I know usually when I listen to podcasts, I'm listening to it uh, through my phone and I'm doing something else while I'm listening to it. So you spoke about having an app. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to make sure that it's clear where people can access this app, mm-hmm. what they'll be getting from the app. And as a matter of fact, they can listen to us while downloading the app. Yeah, well, definitely. Ding. I think there's a a lot of ways that people can get value from the Movement B app. And just to kind of even, you know, talk about how it started, it's like we failed miserably, Mm. you know, kind of starting off. Because when we first launched the app, the goal was like to get everybody on there to share their story. And I was, you know, similar to Twitter mixed with Instagram and, you know, yes, a lot, you know. And what I've realized, you kind of have to really figure out who you want to to provide a service for, mm-hmm. you know, your target consumer, your target audience, who, who's really, who is this for? And mm-hmm. so movement B is a platform for people to just be vulnerable and open in a way that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other platforms won't really allow you to. Mm-hmm. So it's based in education because I'm teaching workshops in classrooms. Nice. So we know that the education system textbooks are going to leave and we're going to be replaced with laptops and iPads mm-hmm. and all these other different things. Mm-hmm. It's already happening. It's happening. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, we teach a program at the Monarch school right now, which is school for homeless students. They all have laptops. And so when we go and do the workshop, they sign into movementb.org. 
and there's activities for them to complete. And so now these activities are not only open for the Monarch students, anybody can take these activities. These are activities on finding your purpose or trying to understand how to deal with these issues of uh, jealousy or people mm -hmm. who may hurt you and, you know, things that where else do you get access or community in a space space for that? And so I encourage people to go on there, tell their story, and then when you're done telling your story, you click B. And the whole point of that is it should be therapy, right? Mm -hmm. It should be once you're writing your story and poem, like you should be able to let out whatever anger or frustration you have. That's what got me writing poetry because mm -hmm. I was angry a lot of the times. I was like, you know, what am I going to take this out on? I'm going to take this out on a piece of paper mm -hmm. and let it and let this come out. And now, you know, since we have technology, let's do it in the app. And it's crazy to me because most people don't understand that, like, what you're talking about, it is therapy. That is a legit therapeutic technique that they teach you, you know, in terms of, like, textbook, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and plenty of times, like, when I've worked with youth, the first thing I say is, like, hey, man, write your thoughts down. Mm -hmm. Especially if you think you're going to go do something, you know, mm -hmm. if that's your first reaction, like, oh, I'm going to go do this. And I think, like, oh, that's a violent action or that's kind of, you know, aggressive. Write it down. Write how you feel about that first. Mm -hmm. You know, and after you write that down, if, take a, you know, take a walk or something like that. If you still feel that way. You know what I mean? Then, okay. You know what I mean? We can work from there. But, I mean, nine times out of ten, once you put it on paper, you read it to yourself, you do your walk, and you're like, oh, that was therapeutic just to mm -hmm. put my thoughts down. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, and and watch how that may change your course of action. Mm -hmm. And then even, like... What's, what's the look of skepticism? <laughs> no, <I'll start. laughs> you know I like to get the jokes off. I'm I know you do. You go hold them jokes, especially <laughs> with that 49er hat on. We'll let you get away with that today. I was like, that's been a joke for a few years, too. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. But I think it's, it's also important because I think, um, you know, being a black woman... Like, we're always, or people always talk about how strong we are. Like, there's this strength that we're just supposed to have out of nowhere. And I think a lot of times when we go through issues, we can't even identify what is actually the underlying part of our issue. So somebody can say something that will set you off, and then you're just like, I don't even know why that upset me because that's not even a big deal. But when you get to write things out, it helps you get to the bottom of things and really mm -hmm. figure out like, it's not that, that you said X, Y, and Z to me. It's that this happened to me last week and you said that and it triggered me mm -hmm. and now I'm going ham. And you bottle so, that up. That's yeah. what happened yeah. to me. Like in high school, I was bottling up some of these emotions um, because I didn't know where I fit mm -hmm. because when I was playing basketball and in that space and I had quit basketball and I joined theater, I got into a That's whole nother space. That's what I remember doing. Yeah. The, you were doing the theater thing too. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, looking back to it, to Helix, it's like, if you look back to your high school space, like people hung out in their different spaces. That's real. Right. If you're mm -hmm. in sports, you're hanging out with sports, you know, you don't mingle with the theater kids. You know, y'all had and your so, own little section. Well, yeah, I don't so, like to say y'all. Y'all, I, I, I caught it right before I said no, it. But they do. They, but you're right. But yeah, the, 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 where they were in comparison to like where Different like the lunch, it was campus. like on the other side of campus. And so if you, oh, those are the squares. Those are and so, Nate, you're becoming whitewashed. You know, oh, yeah. oh Nate, you you hanging out with the geeks. Do you so talk if, white, Nate? What is that? That's if what I, I talk proper, I, whatever. I mean, so I was dealing with this stuff. It's like, so to be successful, you're being whitewashed, right? Yeah. To, to kind of be all of this stuff. And so while I was dealing with all of this, I'm like, well, when I'm with, you know, all my friends I used to play basketball with, and, and to that point, I got MVP. You know, my freshman year playing basketball. Low so plug. He just goes slide at it. Look, I'm just saying. That's what you got to understand. That's real. He keeping it a buck. Hey. No, we get it. He's keeping it a buck. 
But to be in that position and to quit basketball completely yeah, to join yeah. theater, yeah. people that is a what are you doing? That is a How do you think you're going to make it? How are you going to college if you quit basketball? Yeah. You know? So, but then when my theater friends and it's like Nate, do your black dance or do your rap. So they oh had my no gosh. You know, you're not winning from losing. So yeah, I was in this space of like. I left my friends over here on the basketball team. I'm with these all these new white kids in theater. I don't know where I belong, so I just started writing poetry. Mm-hmm. And that just became, I'm going to rename who I am. I'm just going to be myself. And that's what allowed me to, to build with spoken word poetry. Which is crazy now because now that's something that it's on a platform for all of us to hear. Just like C said earlier when, when, when we first started was like, I already knew your likeness, you know, a little bit of about you in terms of like you being on those albums and stuff like that. So you being you that early on mm-hmm. has led it to be where, you know, a lot of people get to know a little bit about you and you get to write those thoughts and emotions down. And then, you know, we all get to tune in and listen and be like, man, that's great work. But no one knows like, you know, like you, you just said right now, the backstory. Because most people aren't brave enough to find their true self oh that's so that's so much yeah. facts you know because it's like or they know and they're not brave enough to act on it yeah because they they want to keep their same friends they want to kind of keep their same style they reinforce stereotypes to be comfortable to be in that space that's and deep. to really be original you got to be alone yeah and you got to really kind of take some some hits to say hey who am i really you know, and I was able to kind of go through that, which allows me to be in the space that I am now where I can just be unapologetically me. This mm-hmm. is who I am, you know, and I'm the creator of my story. Mm-hmm. And most people forget that they're the author of their own story. That's true. Mm-hmm. And so when you react to somebody saying something negative to you, you are giving them power to your story mm. like they are the author. So that's why I say he who angers you conquers you. You can't tell me yeah. who I am. Oh. I already know who I am. <laughs> did, he, did he do it again? He did it again. <laughs> uh oh. We good. We good. See, look at that. That's that was that was the, the omen right there. Look at God. So y'all know it's time for the runaround again. Oh, I love the runaround. I'm, I love it. Wait, but we got Nate in the house. What's the runaround? Okay, so the runaround is well. Okay, so last time when we did the runaround, we we gave two minutes, and I feel like we got a little wordy, so we want to kind of cut it down, so we yeah. can get our thoughts across in a very uh, precise and succinct way. Mm. So the runaround is where we present a topic, and all of us, our guests included, um, get sixty seconds to answer the question, and then we'll post it to social media and let all of our followers kind of interject as they will. So all right. Who, who wants to present the topic? You guys want me to present the topic? Yeah, go ahead, Cece. Um, So we, we this episode we've talked about a lot. Um, we, we focus on the youth. So um, kind of flipping it, because I feel like this is something they'd be able to relate to also, is the, the what, what would you rather have? Somebody, are we talking about dating? Is it dating? Somebody. Or someone yeah. in your life, I guess. You know, we can. I think it's dating partner, dating, life partner. partner. Okay, life partner. so dating, life partner, whatever you will call it. Um, do you want somebody that's popular or. I forgot the term again. Intellectual. <laughs> okay. Intellectual. Yeah, there we I was, go. I was, okay. I was in there digging. I thought for you that. were. I thought you were just doing dramatic effects. I'm sorry. No, no, I didn't no, know no, you no. Hands were shaking and everything. <laughs> he was directing the choir. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be kind of good at that. It's like that cat thing. What's the little cat meme where the cat be moving? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> run around. It's always so, you. It's always this me. is definitely the run around right now. <laughs> so, are we gonna let our guests go first? Are we yeah. gonna save our guests for last? Yeah. 
He's like, wait, I don't even. Oh, know. I, I, no, but I, cool. I, I feel like we gotta do this strategically because I feel mm. like the answer he's gonna. We don't want to influence. It's gonna be good regardless. So maybe we'll save him. for He's life. got some support behind him too, though. So oh, we so might. And he know he better say the right thing because save him for last. He better say the right thing. You better choose your words wisely. I put y'all on the spot last time and made y'all go before me, so I'll go first this time. Oh, look at you. Wait, we got the time ready? Oh my bad. I don't have the whole sixty seconds. Don't do Here he go. I need a ten second runoff again. <laughs> I'm gonna do. Let give you. Let me give you some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna give you. Oh, oh, well, you got your hand on your hip. I, I see you taking it real serious. Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad. Okay, right. how how much time? One minute. We got, we got sixty seconds. Sixty or fifty nine. Well, we do fifty. Oh, that's fine. Well, yeah, sixty seconds. There All right. Go. Here we go. On your mark, get set. Popular or Go. Intellectual. So it was between popular and popular and intellectual. Yes. And I'm gonna go with intellectual because intellectual is the new popular. I'm done. That, <laughs> that's, it. that's all I need. <laughs> we gonna go with that? That's it. All right, that's cool. all I need. Go ahead and reset LC. mine then, since he's that. No, guy. you gonna get the rest We're of his time because. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, here we go. I'm ready. Honestly, I think I'm gonna go with. Popular, and the reason why I'm going to go with popular uh, is one to be different, and number two, you don't know what someone's actually popular for. So I want to say, like, if someone's you know popular for promoting you know positivity, I think that you know I can build off of that in terms of a relationship. You know what I mean? When we so many times when we think of being popular, we think of being popular for all the wrong reasons, whether it's being you know selling the wrong message or you know being in this sort of pocket that you have going on. Like honestly, for me, I I, I would. I would just take my answer to someone who is popular for all the right reasons, though. You know what I mean? If you're out here promoting positivity and you're out here fluid in that, you know, I, w- I would definitely want, you know, someone like that in my life to, and, and their likeness, you know, of, of that. So how much time I got left? I was going to say. 13 seconds. <laughs> you didn't like my answer. It was real. Hey, we're going to let the listeners choose. Ooh. Last week, I let, I let you take that dub. This week, I'm going to take that win. He, he's saying that he won before two other people give him an answer. <laughs> oh, I just want to point that out. Okay. Star, can you can you hand him the timer, though? Because we got rules. Dang. Okay, we got rules. I had 12 seconds left. I was going to push nothing. I was just going to be we know. going for the next five minutes. She was going in. All right, here we go. Ready? Go. I feel Mm-mm. like why do I have to choose? I believe that I can have someone who is popular and intellectual because, honestly, that's kind of how I view myself. Um, I wouldn't call myself one of the cool kids per se, but there is definitely a popularity that comes with the type of person who I am. And I don't think anyone would deny the intellect that I bring to the table. Therefore, I want it all. Was that a Warren G reference? <laughs> Brand new socks <laughs> and hands up too. And I'm balling every time I, I stop and talk to y'all. Book. I want it all. Oh, 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 oh. I, and I'm still under time. I never with this told whole you. Course. I skimmed like like ten seconds off the top too. I was like, man, we are gonna get this ringer to go off. <laughs> so disrespectful. I said, we gonna get this ringer to go off. All right. So disrespectful. And 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 with last, a K, but not but, least, but certainly not, not least. least. All right. The man of the hour. Let's go. All right. Popular intellectual. Oh. I definitely have to go intellectual, uh, mainly because connecting popularity to this idea of not having substance or not having like a meaning to to who they are um, is is really important in a relationship. So the idea that you know I'm looking at Instagram models or somebody who could have all of these likes and be popular but not have any intellect that would be hard in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think the whole idea of uh, pop, 
popular and being famous, I'm I'm thinking of legacy or I'm thinking of that quote like don't be famous, be legendary, right? Mm-hmm. And so the whole idea of intellectual uh, and relationship kind of changes your whole kind of perspective in a relationship of like uh, this is a hard question to to be honest, but I think the whole idea of that is iron sharpens iron, right? Mm-hmm. And so you really want to develop your relationship just with that person and the whole you know and nobody else really matters at that point right so being popular to other people like you guys can be connected with with each other and that's all that really matters mm. mm-hmm. so i gotta let you in on a little secret mm-hmm. we stopped your time yeah he was he we, was we still speaking yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what that i got jim so, so if y'all counting at home yeah that was long but i mean just okay. counting at home for I the record <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was a hard question though. That's a good question. It was. That is hard because I Man. mean that's what we deal it's with deep. in life. Yeah. Like just so yeah, and we're living in a world like you're saying where it seems like you can be popular popular with no substance and still be one of the most influential people in the world, which is out of control to me. But to not defeat the purpose of the run around, we're not going to my bad, my bad. We're going to leave that to the listeners to um, add to our social media sites and answer the question. But that was the run around. There we go. Back ooh, to our ooh. schedule programming. Um, so you, you, you brought up an interesting point um, about going from being B-Mama point guard to <laughs> B-Mama po- poet. And you, you really went from two different extremes because you went from being a sports player, which is definitely considered to be like a, a masculine activity, to something that stereotypically isn't. Yeah, but then right. that being bold in that manner gave you a chance to really just like be in this exclusive seat Mm -hmm. because you weren't necessarily following the status quo or the example that was typically given. You were like, nah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to create it and and wear it as my armor. So like, can you, can you tell us about that? Like you, you mentioned like, you know, your friends, you know, basically having to make new friends and recreate who you were as a person. Like that had to have been tough, but I can also see that being to your benefit now when you're talking to these kids and they may be sharing with you as an adult, like, Hey, you know, I kind of, kind of sort of have an interest in this, but mm. I don't want to say it in front of my friends. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's like for young black men, you grow up playing Pop Warner. You grow up and doing league basketball. Like, so that's what you, that's all you know mm-hmm. a lot of the time is athletics, you know? So I wasn't even in a space where I could discover something else because, yeah, theater kids, just, you joining theater? Are you gay? <laughs> right? No, that's really the question. That's, so yeah. that's very no, real. That's so they, they, know, they love to do too. that to us as black men, period. Yeah. If you, you don't know, fit if a you, very rigid, if like. If you're not that masculine, yeah. like this is what you're supposed masculine, to be. Not even masculine, but excessive. Yeah. Yeah. But like that Carl. same mindset that I had on the basketball court, that's the thing. It's like, it's that mindset can go anywhere. That's why I'm saying, that's why if I would create something else as an entrepreneur, I know I'll be successful. Because I still have that same mindset. Mm-hmm. The only the strong survive. Allen Iverson, like that toughness, like that rawness. <laughs> that comes from that. You yeah. know? Doug cheated us. <laughs> See, he, he knew him and his personality yeah. and like what his spirit was. Absolutely. And that, that's a mama mentality if I've ever seen it. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like taking that approach, that's very Kobe S. He just hit the game winner right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I digress. So I know that you've had some conversation points in, in speaking about like um you growing up and then kind of like finding yourself and, you know, we're, we're, we're going through MTVU and we have the poetry now. Now I have my movement B. It seems like, you know, throughout all those trials, you're kind of like finding your purpose. And I know you've talked about that a little bit, you know, on your own. 
Um, can you kind of explain that to us and, and also kind of give like a how-to to people like in finding your purpose? And before you do that, I want to point out while we were stalking you, we came across this uh, post that you had that was sort of a mathematical equation. Oh, there we And go. it says help people plus your talent equals purpose. purpose. So I don't know the dates. I'm not as good as <laughs> uh, Carl on that stalker tip, but like. I'm going to take, I'm going to eat that. It's new year, new me. <laughs> new stalker or new purpose new mean new purpose and, and the <laughs> equation was great because when you said the two components and you added them up i hadn't seen it oh but, yeah but purpose came to mind so, yeah anyway sorry no i mean think about that it's like how do you become a millionaire mm-hmm. help a million people right you mm-hmm. know it's like yeah. most people don't realize to make money or to be successful it's, it's just service yeah you know and so the whole idea of purpose is most people do things, but they don't know why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, they're just they're just doing it, and they become robots, and they're just drifters. It's like, all right, I got to go to work. I got to make money. I got to pay bills. And then they do that, and they die, you know? And it's like, Literally. that's life. That was like you a know? really abrupt end, but I felt it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, because it's it. true. No, you're right. It's like, right it's when you get real. off of work, you see it. Clock you out. You never day. know. It just, and it happens you like that. Yeah. It does. You know? yeah. It does. I have a fear of that, too. Just dying before I like really hit my purpose. Oh man, I'm telling you, there's like a quote on my um, away message at work, and it says, "When I stand before God at the end of my life, I want to be able to say that I used everything You gave me." And I leave that there to remind me to remind myself that like, even though where I'm at is a pretty good place to be, it's not my entire purpose. And Mm -hmm. to die with that have been having been my only way of helping people and influencing the world would be like a slap in the face of God. I almost feel so. We think we have time. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Let me flip it on you. Was your purpose when you first started this journey the same as it is now? Mm. Good question. Oh, that is a good question. Did you reach a purpose and then say, I need a new purpose? No, that is a good question. He's Um, in his bag right now, too. Like, that was, yeah. Yeah. That, me thinking. Yeah. (laughs) The, The purpose, because we do an activity to help young people find their purpose, Mm -hmm. right? And the question that we ask is, who are you? Mm -hmm. Right? So if I would ask you guys right now, who are you? It's like... Can we play? Let's play. I mean... Let me ask you guys. Maybe you guys can give a response. you eager to jump in there. Oh, no. I I just want to know who And I guess just just with one word. (laughs) Just with one word. Oh, man. Dang, look at that. Now I'm in my own bag. All right, here we go. Um, uh, Somebody give me the Jeopardy clock. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. You know what? Honestly, in one word. One word. In one word. You know, I I guess the best way, one word, sacrifice. Okay. Because I look at what I do, uh, you know, like regularly, eight to five, and realize like, you know, I could be doing, I can be getting more or earning more, but I'd rather sacrifice that to be able to help someone else out. So right. that's how I look at it. Like it's just So a that's sacrifice. what your purpose is. That is my purpose. So that's what we teach people. It's like you understand who you are, mm-hmm. then it leads to your purpose. Right. And so the question is, is we ask students, who are you? They pick three words, and then they say purpose. So mine, for example, would be I am brave, I am talented, I am ambitious, because my purpose is to inspire a generation to tell their story before someone else does. And so we do this with young people in school, and they – you know, we're older, but you ask some, you know, 15, 16 year old, who are you? And they're like, uh, yeah, they student. IG name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Mamba. Yeah. <laughs> and then how does that connect to your purpose? And right. even yeah. the word purpose is like, 
you know, what does that mean? It's but it's deep. just really a conversation, a question of why are you even here at school? Why are you in this class? What are you doing? You yeah. know, and it's one of those things we don't really talk about in school. Sure. And it's called social emotional learning. Yeah. yeah. Which is supposed to be, hey, how can a student learn if their parents just had a divorce? If they're suicidal, if they have all these issues going on at home. Yeah. I don't know what 2X plus 6 equals if I and got I don't all care. these other things going on in my life. I tried to so. figure it out real quick. <laughs> I know. I couldn't do it. Oh, no, wait. Can I just make a suggestion? I, I, I would want everybody that's listening to this right now to make this applicable to themselves. So, you know what I mean? Like, if, you, if you're thinking about this and you're answering this question to yourself, like, you know, we've been tasked to do, um, leave it on the social media site and, and let us know who you are. In fact, we'll, po- we'll post a, a specific post for you to put your three words on there yeah i think mm-hmm. that's dope and as a follow-up we can even maybe say some of them on air next time that we come yeah. on because mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure people have some amazing things that they think of themselves that might motivate somebody else to be a better them yeah mm-hmm. so my three words since we got three now that um b mamba said mm-hmm. three instead of one um she would go with all three <laughs> carl only got one i don't want to cheat carl his bad. Okay. Um, so my I just three. Have to sit here and take this. You take it all. Day in and out. <laughs> I sound so tired. <laughs> Not even is that your T-I-R-E-D. other word? R-E-D. That's is that your other word? Tied. That's your second word. Go ahead, tired. <laughs> Sacrifice some tired on the shirt. Sacrifice some tired. Eyes tired. So my three would be: I am love. I am joy. I am influential. Because your purpose is. Woo. See, I'm, I'm, I know. <laughs> like deep down. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, because it's something that I am actually like. Yo, stop making fun of me. I sit here looking at you as you were processing it yourself. That's what had me dying. I'm so sorry. Because like I do feel like I'm at a crossroad in my life, and I see this ultimate vision, but it's not a vision that I'm personally ready to share yet. So that that's the 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 part that kind of fell. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a, my life is purposeless. It's just like, I know that like we're approaching a lot of different crossroads. I think all of us really. Yeah. And, um, you know, there are some things. It's that almost know. 30 club. Oh no. Well, for Speak me, for, yourself. Yeah, for me, I'm on <laughs> new decade, new me. You 22. Um, <laughs> you <gotta stop. laughs> uh, but like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you're, and it's interesting because I think Cease asked earlier, does your, did your purpose change? And I think that there are different like steps to your purpose. And I don't think that everyone has one purpose their entire life. I think that at this moment, my purpose is X, but you know, an event can happen to me and then my purpose is going to change and develop into this. And that's okay to have different purposes all throughout life and, you know, have that influence. But yeah. Yeah. And I think it's more of just thinking about your purpose. Yeah. You know, most of us don't wake up and, Say, hey, what is my purpose? You know, we, we're thinking of like, we're just brainwashed by society and we just like go with the motions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why I tell your story before they do is so important because we just do what we're told and we're just removing like robots. Yeah. But if you kind of, you know, are cognizant of your purpose and saying, hey, this is this is who I am. Even if it changes, at least you you're can't thinking go on about like a robot. your purpose. Once you know? you know, you can't live like that anymore. Like there's always going to be a hunger in you to reach what you know you're created to be and what like you're to destined to be. I there was another hunger in you. I've realized too now, not even to cut that piece off, but it was like. But you did. I did. <laughs> I'm so bad <laughs> about that. I'd be trying. 
At least you give the disclaimer, like I don't mean to cut you off. <laughs> I, you know what? It, die, why, die, you know die. why I say that? Small no. tangent. No. You don't want to know why, <laughs> Doug? Do you want to know why I say that? <laughs> Doug, Doug, said, Doug said no. He because said, I never know when to interject or, like appropriately. Never. Just live your best life. <laughs> All right. Just li- live your bad. best life. Hey, you just lost all no, the steam now. Huh? You... No, we ready. <laughs> well, I've, I've I've realized that like a lot of people like they're missing that motivational piece though. Yeah. And I guess like what you're doing, which I really respect, is like you're doing it at, at an early age because with youth and especially when I've done speeches and I've talked to the youth and I've asked them that question they haven't even thought about that mm-hmm. and I'm like yo don't get away from like being a kid you know don't get away from you know hanging out on the green box and playing basketball and going to hang with your friends but also just start thinking about it have that conversation though is the green box like the one with all the electrical stuff on y'all don't there? have those or in the LA? sand because we got them out here but what is, is that what it is Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah. we, we. Oh, you were serious. I yeah, thought you were strolling. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we, we looked at each other like green box. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's the electrical thing? Yeah. they. Ours don't be green all the time. Sometimes it'd be graffitied out. Oh, no. I, I didn't say I've seen them like in LA. <laughs> I've seen them before. I just know what he was talking about now. Yeah, we, y'all never hung out on the green box? Nah. Oh. I was busy, I was busy mm-hmm. being productive. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But that was, that, was my, that was my whole point, though, before y'all, no, was, but, y'all was about to pull me in a dark hole with the green it, box. But <laughs> it makes sense, though, because, um, you know, we talked about earlier how you said that. There are we're pretty much brainwashed. You grow up, you graduate high school, you go to college, you get married, you start a family, you retire, you die. Um, And so I think there are so many opportunities for youth now. Like you we're we're unlearning what we've learned as kids and we're able to influence kids now to understand that they don't have to live this, you know, cookie cutter life that the world is really and they're smarter than us. Yeah, and if they it, have more access to everything than we've ever because had. Because if you look at digital technology and how things are moving, like kids nowadays, it's like it's an exchange, right? Yeah. Think about like when your parents joined Facebook and they were asking you how to work this. Lord Jesus, yeah. we're yeah. still, still going through that. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone in this put world. Po- put my post up for me. They're still <laughs> now, no, this is my, my mom's favorite. It disappeared. Oh, yeah. Don't nothing disappear from Facebook, Mom. This That's what they Snapchat. want you to do it at that point. When they say it disappeared, they it want disappeared. you to do it at that point. I'll, I'll tell you the worst one. When they think they're sending you a message, but they're it putting is on it the on wall. your wall. <laughs> <laughs> See, my mom, somebody was saying like a deep message, and my mom laughed at it because she accidentally put the... <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. So I had to call her. I was like, Mom, like you... You didn't put like, you put the laugh thing. Yeah. And this was like a really deep post. And so it was hard for her. And so now she don't really like, you know, like posts and stuff. Yeah. It's like, so. But it's better than the lurkers. The one who know everything you post, but they don't be liking or commenting or nothing. Oh, but they got yeah. everything to say. That's yeah. Oh, so you went to a, you did a 5K That's the other weekend. <laughs> you didn't even like it. Yeah. It's like, your profile picture is from 2013. Don't talk to me about social media. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I'm a fan. I oh, wait, so do, do I need to go? Because I, I need to where go. Where are you going? Oh, yeah, oh, you're yeah, three yeah, work. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, like, where are you going, see? Well, so y'all, tell, tell everybody y'all, where you Y'all going. was ready to move on. Didn't want to hear who I, I was No, we want, I want to know who you are, big I, mouth. See. I didn't even see That's you. That's your three That hat is like an invisibility cloak. <sighs> you it's a cloak? <laughs> it's a cloak. I can't even spell it. C-L-O-A-K. I had to try it myself. Yeah. Anyway, you're real. You're ba- you're back. I'm evolving. Uh, let's hear your three. At one evolving. That's all I need. Because, and I say that, that I feel like that encompasses three and maybe more than three. Because at each stage of your life, how you would answer that question, I'm assuming, 
would be different. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like five years from now, it's going to be different. So I feel like I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking ownership of, of continuously evolving because I feel like as, well, I'm speaking for myself as a man and as a black man, like we feel like we need to fit into a box a lot of times. Like I'm a thug. I'm a, I'm a sports guy. I'm a, you know, I, I hustle. I get money. But I feel like if, if you're doing it right, you should you at some points in your life you should have encompassed all those things not because they were all positive but so you can then say you know what now I know why I don't want to go do that mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean yeah um, so yeah I just feel like e- evolving because I feel like there's just so many words that came to mind I'm quite sure when you guys were doing it the one that you chose was like there was a close second to it where it's like oh this kind of applies too mm-hmm. um, because you know we I'm sh- glad we got the option of three because and it's usually like, an activity one? where we set people up and they have a minute. Right. Oh. And yeah. So we'll have to do it another time. Three, oh my god. A minute for three. Take. I feel so much better because so I was yeah. struggling. Like you partner up, and one person is the one asking the question, and they're saying, "Who are you? Who are you?" And it's just happening fast, and it's whatever comes to your mind mm-hmm. at first, and then you take some time to like, all right, what words did I say in those sixty seconds? Then to kind of like pick those three most important words. Can I ask you how you because I'm sure, you know, we're dealing with children who have seen things that like I know I couldn't imagine growing up dealing with and seeing. Um, Wait, what's the population? Just we children work with in general. A, we work with a lot of homeless youth. Oh, gotcha, we work gotcha, with but even children in general. In, like, in, in general, too, as well. Yeah, there are things mm-hmm. I, I had no clue that kids were thinking about even when we were kids uh, and my peers even. Oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha, just, gotcha. you know, kids see a lot of things. And so I imagine that while we're sitting here, we're in the space that we're in. A lot of positive words come to light. But what happens when, you know, how do you have a, a, a structure that you use when children, you know, say negative things or, you know, because they have these negative, you know, ideologies of themselves? How, how do you yeah, guys work through that? Yeah, we tell them to kind of uh, to, to observe that. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's real. We all like it'd be crazy to think if. Yeah be positive and you know like everything and that's is, not real is, for is everybody. beautiful you know we tell them it's, it's about self-confidence mm-hmm. so it's more of like all right this is what you went through but what resilience do you have to choose words that reflect your self-confidence of how you get through this right right and so it's more of like all right be honest and open of who you actually think you are if you think mm-hmm. you're stupid or if you think whatever these negative words okay say that's who you are but then be able to say, how do you get past that? Yeah. yeah. You know? I so, love um, and even in the whole stanza that we do, uh, we ask students to think of a, a life changing experience. And we say, what was that emotion? What did it taste like? What did it smell like? Mm-hmm. So we get young people to be vulnerable without having to share the full details of what those experiences yeah. are, but they can then feel those emotions. And then you observe those. And, and if it's a bad feeling, it's like, do you want to stay in that bad right. feeling? Or do you say, hey, because of my resilience, I'm going to say, I want to be something more. Yeah. And that's what happens. You it have really to acknowledge becomes, where you are in mm-hmm. order to move forward. Mm-hmm. Got to be honest with yourself. So so be Mamba, Nate King Cole, you know, mm-hmm. all those, all of the above. You know, <clears> Nate, <throat> the one with the eyes. The, 
Uh, Nate with the eyes. I'm really chill. I'm still trying to like sell El Jefe right now. Leave that Snapchat filter alone. Do, do you know what it means? Uh, the boss. Okay. Come on, man. You I know, took Spanish to, one too. I, I just want. I just, <laughs> yeah, I took Spanish six years and still don't know anything. It, for real? Yeah, I took yeah, it in high I, school and in, and in mind, college. I like, Yo, if I did three years, I would have been like legit. But now that you let me know, yeah. hey, Rosetta Stone, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so. um when, when we when we do this podcast, you know, there's a, a lot that goes into the the pre planning on how we're going to do things, and we definitely had a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna tell you something about your presence right now is that it's overwhelming almost because mm-hmm. you just you, you 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 speak with so much sincerity and a genuineness. Um, and yeah. I don't know if you can tell from the three of us, but well, we're really you. really really enjoying this, and I feel like even yeah. that moment where we were able to kind of talk about ourselves in a very introspective way, given the the tool that you gave us. Um, it was therapeutic, and you said mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? You were speaking about the kids, but it was definitely like that for us. Um, something we like to do, so thank you for that. No, definitely, thank you guys. And something we like to do is 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 speak speak about literature mm-hmm. because we're all coming from different backgrounds, and, and knowledge is power, and a lot of that knowledge comes from books. So we usually come to the table with a book that we want to just suggest, mm-hmm. but then are there any suggestions that you have in terms mm-hmm. of literature? And then I'll give the one. Or even something that you're reading right now. Yeah. Or something that you're working on that you're writing. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, exclusive, actually, exclusive. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. So I, I am actually working on a book. Oh. Um, oh. You want to yeah. share the details or not yet? Yeah, I, I can share the details. Um, this will be our review then. I like this. And yeah. I was going to say, like, if you got a grown folks business chapter that you wanted to add. <laughs> yeah, yeah, later, later. It's in the writing process. Doug, write up that contract. Um, But it's called Tell Your Story Before They Do, uh, Eight Steps to Brave Entrepreneurship. Mm. Um, And I'm redefining what entrepreneurship is um, because I think people have, they don't fully understand what the word is. I mean, I even ask some people, I was like, what's an entrepreneur, right? And they, oh, it's Mark Zuckerberg if you create Facebook. And what I'm trying to show entrepreneurship as is the owning of your story. And when you have the courage to own your story you can create whatever it is that I mean there's that word entrepreneurship you can be an entrepreneur in the job that you have mm. you know if you don't allow your boss or supervisor to make you feel less than you know i was in a job mm. where if my boss was cool i would still be working there but he made me feel less than so i was like i'm gonna do this myself because what i tried to do was i tried to take movement b and work with that company but it just didn't work out mm-hmm. because I couldn't be fully myself. So brave entrepreneurship is really about finding your true self, understanding your purpose. And at that space of courage, of being unapologetic, you can do whatever it is that you want to do mm-hmm. to create possibilities. Right. So, so leading to that, there's one book I just read called The Entrepreneur Mind, 100 Essentials, uh, Tips to Entrepreneurship, which is great. And it's a... It's, uh, you know by the author's the, name? Is by Kevin, I want to say it's Kevin Jones, I want to say. Kevin Jones. Doug's going to look it up real quick. Yeah. I was like, wasn't it go. the point guard for the Phoenix Suns? Well, that was Kevin Johnson. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think this guy named it's, it's Kevin Jones. but he, What was the uh, name of the book? One more time. The, um, the Entrepreneur Mind. The Entrepreneur Mind. You got that, Doug? Yeah. Okay. Um, there's some classics that I think that, that are great. Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. I'm reading that right it. now. Yeah. No, it's, I it's just a started. Great book. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, there's, there's a couple other ones. The Four Agreements. Okay. Yeah, yeah I love one. that one too. I yeah. thought he was gonna name the one that we were gonna say earlier. Which one was that? When he said the Four Agreements. Oh yeah. Um. There's a there's there's a lot. I'm trying to think. Um. 
Tony Robbins. Oh, yeah. anything the Tony Robbins. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a few that you could get a a, a lot of gems from. You know. Um, so it sounds like you're an avid reader. Yeah. Like that 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 continuing education is is something that you take seriously. But I listen to audiobooks. Oh. Uh, I listen That's to a lot of audiobooks. Yeah. And and I put the speed on like uh, I, I increase the reading speed so that I can read faster. So, so I can finish more books. That's actually pretty dope. You know, in a week. I, I feel like he drops so many like <laughs> like tidbits to just how to not just take in knowledge or how to receive knowledge, but how to get it most effectively. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. then lends to the well, book. Well, especially if you spend a lot of time like in a car or something like that. Yeah. My aunt does that. We, like she just We all do. You know what I mean? We spend six I didn't until she told me about and it. Do, and working out. You can yeah. listen to audio yeah. books yeah. whenever. I listen to podcasts now more, okay, more yeah, than ever now. You get the information. And I always mm-hmm. said I would never be that talk radio guy, but I also said I wouldn't be that guy that wore jeans and wore running shoes, but I've become that wow. guy too. Yeah. Wow. We, we went from highly effectiveness to jeans and running shoes. Yeah. So you know what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> we're probably getting close to our time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I just want to shout you out, Carl, because you gave us everything today. I've been cool today. You didn't held back. I'm proud of you. Hey, he really did try. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the entrepreneurial mind is by Kevin Johnson. Just Kevin for the record. Johnson. Also, it is the same name uh, as the basketball. Oh, okay. But he's not the basketball player. So y'all I, I mean, it might be. He hey, might. He might have a well, no, I looked him up. He's. Oh. He, he is a black guy, but he's. Uh, he created uh, Omni. I forget what it's called, but he's a dope dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And just for the record, it could have been Kevin Johnson because I believe he's the mayor of Sacramento now. Really? Yes. Highly effective. Speaking of highly effective, there is the seven, what is it, the seven habits of highly highly effective people? Really dope audio read. Okay. Good one. Nate, before we conclude, uh, we want to give you the opportunity to say or do whatever you like. I mean, we know that you have the talent of spoken word. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put that pressure on you to have to. I mean, but if you want to, we ain't going to stop you. I feel like we've talked a lot about your spoken word, and people Mm -hmm. can definitely go independently, search it out. But if you know we're we're a society where we want it like right now, yeah. So <laughs> I got y'all. This is like the uh, what's the uh, sway in the morning? Sway in the morning. <laughs> yeah. 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 How sway? How? <laughs> Dang, I don't feel like sway. I feel like I'd be like, uh, what's my other? I don't. When, when he said sway, I don't think he was talking about you. We're all swaying. Okay. Right. 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 K Mamba mm. over there. This is gonna be great. <laughs> K Mamba. It's a major accomplishment to free yourself from bondages. 1865 was abolishment. 1965 was abolishment. Now slaves can vote. By 2065, we may have a seat at the table like a condiment if we catch up. I swear brothers getting used like an ottoman. They resting on ideas while we fighting for our scholarships. NCAA making bank of all the college kids. We all can't make it for the rest. It's a lotto spin. If you hit the jackpot, I hope you deposited or Colin Kaepernick, more sevens is a positive. Like De Niro in Casino, green is the prerogative. Soul of a poet, mind of a killer, heart thriller, hope dealer, dream bigger, their doubts, why listen? Your vision, your mission, their fears, their hiccups, your season, your reason, your name, their envy, your talents, your power, your stage. Manifest your desires, build your empire, never again hired to keep your dreams quiet. Manifest your desires, build your empire, never again hired to keep your dreams quiet.
Doug, do me a favor. <laughs> the doors of the church are now open. Go see if we got a fire extinguisher. <laughs> we uh, do got one. It's, it's still. It's still <laughs> the doors of the church are now open. Is, has not passed. We it, can still it, use it. And do we still have the receipt for Nate's mic because it's officially on fire? <laughs> that Colin Kaepernick. Wow. wow, man. I feel like I wish you had done like that first because there are so many topics too, that I need to address <laughs> from that spoken word. So listen, look, 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 look. I want to. I want to keep that energy. <sighs> and I feel like on that note, there's nothing else that needs to be. We just we just do the social media plugs real quick. Okay, drop it please, out right please. Yeah, and, and Nate, by the way, this is <laughs> Nate Howard Nate at Nate Howard. Nate Howard, Man, can we give him a Nate Howard. Clap him up. Nate, I appreciate it. you for coming out. This man is he's great. Shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Grown folks business by podcast and um, exciting for you guys to keep growing. Thank you. Man, Nate, thank you. Nate, can you can you just tell us one more time where we can find you on all platforms so that people you know whatever yeah, they're using I, they can come check you go out. to natehowerspeaks.com if you want to see my speeches find out more about workshops go to movementb.org to sign up to be a part of the movement in the community and that's uh instagram at movement b and at nate howard speaks okay there we go. amazing nice. um star can you uh can you just remind us one more time where you can find grown folks business on the internet i'm still trying to yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> okay. Get your legs right. <laughs> Get your sea legs right. Yeah. So you know we are at Grown Folks Business. That's B I Z N E S S. See, I can't even please spell. Yeah, I'm still trying to pull myself together. Nate stole that they said last it was right here. <laughs> we have to change all the names now. Oh my gosh. And we're also on Facebook, Grown Folks Business uh, podcast, and um, I, again, we were just so happy that you came through today. Um, Thank you, guys. I've had fun. I think, I'm glad it was fun for you. Yeah, okay. it was definitely fun. I had a great time. This yeah. was everything. Yeah, so thank you again so much. Um, you know, there's a lot that needs to be done out there, and I feel like, you know, we all have the tools to do it and make that impact. So thank you. There we y'all go. too, listeners. I'm talking about you. Y'all got the tools. And if you want to follow us individually, it's normal underscore ass underscore Carl with a K. And then we have at just cry star. Big Mouse Heath has at cease has a PO box that's ready for you guys. He does not like social media yeah, at all. You won't you won't find me on social media. <laughs> you get him at the well, one two three Why? four five six seven is his PO box number. You could find him on Sesame Street Lane. And on that note, <laughs> now, on that note, <laughs> and on that note, Nate, I'm grown. Are you grown? I'm grown. Hell, I'm grown too. I'm grown. And that was another episode of Grown, grown Folks, Folks Business. Grown Folks Business. All right, y'all. <laughs>